<laughs> it's basically telling people like, yeah, go do it yourself instead of doing it for them. And so like, is it already becoming sentient? Welcome to the Real Estate Rundown. Today we've got a fun episode planned. We're going to take our 2023 predictions that we made for 2023, and we're going to see how we fared. Apparently I was really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so we're about to find out. But I don't out. know what it is. We're about to find out. So yeah, so this has been fun. This is the second year that we've done it, and we're going to make our predictions for 2024 next episode but so this is the second time we've made predictions uh about what's going to happen in the world in real estate that sort of thing so and colby advised us to not go back and watch the podcast and none of us can remember what our predictions were (laughs) so i've I've slept flying cars Flat screen TVs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, become affordable <laughs> for everyone. Selling your house <laughs> online. All right, Colby, who, which one do you want to go first? I'll start off with the one that's going to be the most applicable. Uh, Kayla's prediction was that AI was going to be used in mass by small businesses. Was AI that true? Was- going to be, be used in, in mass okay. small well chat gbt i was right yeah, yeah that, that was, that was, say the, well and i think you're going to be really right in 24 well i mean chat gbt was i mean that came out when when did, when did chat gbt come out december of 2022 so it's been about a year okay yeah i mean everyone, was, everyone's using chat gbt now i mean it's not just chat if GBT. you don't have chat gbt on your phone on your, your yep your I home mean, screen it's on my home screen here and i use it all, all the, the time, time. Yep. Mine too. Keith is like. Uh, is it on your home screen? I have it. You're proud of me. Oh, it's not. Oh. Your, it's not on your first screen. Okay, he had to swipe once. Okay, once. Okay. okay. <laughs> that just means I don't use it every day. <laughs> yeah, Elliot's lo- I, working. <coughs> working. Where is it at, Elliot? I definitely have it. Oh. Yeah, let me just type in chat. So mine's right next to my uh, my messages. Oh, apparently and my I, I have it, and it's, and it's not, and and it's I not. haven't used it enough. Uh-oh. That it's been it's been archived. Or you might phone. have just been you. I, I use it on, on my desktop computer. always. Yeah. I always. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I. I yes. But yeah, I, I, we we are always talking about AI, but not like this year. Mm-hmm. It, not even just us. I meant as far as what's going on in the environment. Right. Right. It's changed a lot, and I know that Redfin just released a new AI tool that's really cool. It allows you on any Redfin listing to go in, and you can change the wall color, you can change the flooring, and you can do all sorts of fun stuff. So that's a pretty neat AI tool specifically for real estate. It's only Redfin listings? Yes. Or listings on Redfin? My understanding, and I, I went on to Redfin and I looked at them, is it's only available on Redfin, Redfin listings. The ones that they have actually listed. Yeah, right. I think gotcha. it's because, so it's this company that Makes they sense. worked with some builders and whatever else. It's a company called Roombo, and it looks, I bet there's some type of upload process or, you know, something that they have to do to verify it, to be able to, to do that with, like, dimensions and actually make it look good. So the quality of the photo is going to obviously going to become wildly important. So, but they get all the, they get all the photos from, from MLS and from data, right? So, so... Maybe there's some licensing agreements that they mm-hmm. that they don't have in place, so where they can't do it for all listings. Or quality of photo, probably both. Hmm. It's I I would imagine it's licensing. Maybe it's a value add for Redfin. Like, hey, if you mm-hmm. want this cool new tool for, uh, for, for your home, home yeah. right, list, and list, list with, with Redfin. a Redfin agent, it's it's uh, definitely a neat tool. 
Yeah, how cool is it, right? Because it's not just paint colors. It's like different floorings mm -hmm. and, and, and quite a bit, actually. Like, I was actually thinking about it right away for a lot of our stuff. I was like, dang, this is cool. Yeah, you can go in and you can, like, pick tile. And then there's all sorts of different tiles. You could pick hardwood. And then there's different hardwood flooring. You can pick your different paint colors. And it's not perfect, right? right. You can When you use it, you can still see some, like, pixelated and some parts of the room that it doesn't actually, like, take. But it's pretty darn good to give you a really solid idea. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's yeah, that's really all you. It's it, really yes. all you need. It'll get you like ninety-five like, percent oh, there. Okay, this is I gonna look. This, it'll look good, honey. You have option A, B, or C. Pick one. Right, like. Yeah, I like it. It's neat. Uh, so that's that's a recent AI tool in real estate, and I think that we're going to see a lot more. I mean, I know that a lot of us have leaned into AI for content. We've oh, gosh, leaned yes. into AI for for writing and for that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Just even get the creative juices flowing. Right. I wrote a or I didn't write the ebook. I had AI write an ebook and that it was, you prompted it. I prompted it and it wasn't like, it was nothing that I'd like put out into the world. It wasn't like mm -hmm, that good, mm -hmm. but you know, it'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Hey, if you're listening and you are not subscribed to our channel, I would like to invite you to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to also ring that notification bell. So you get notified of new updates. Yeah. The, I think that that's the part that I mean, and this kind of goes with saying without saying, that the speed at which AI is continuing to improve is just like nothing we've ever seen. OpenAI released a new update in November, and it allows you to create your own GPTs. And so I did. I went in there, and I created a GPT for one of our cash offerings here at Zudelio. It's our so cash cool. plus offer. And so I basically prompted it with all of the questions that it would be asked. And then I went in and refined it and played around with it. And in about, I'd say like about five hours, I have this GPT that you can go on and you can search. In fact, I, I will have Colby link it in the description if you want to play around with our GPT, our Cash Plus Home Advisor, and then uploaded documentation, uploaded the contracts that are used by the buyer, all sorts of stuff. And now you can go in and ask it questions and it's brilliant. Well, the part I find so crazy and brilliant about it is that it did that in five hours. If we would have taught a, a team member here at Zudilio to be able to answer the questions as good as that, it would be a, at least a six-month experience to, to get it to answer questions as effective. So now the team member is talking to the, the subscriber and, and then asking ChatGPT and she's reading it. Like, yeah. well, ChatGPT says. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or it's, or it's, yeah, AI, here's what AI, after fully analyzing the contract and coming up with the pros and cons, says. Yep. Yeah, and yep. it does. It's crazy how it, it'll, you just upload contracts and it's, and it's telling you about it. Yeah, it's yep. Well, and it could almost advise you, right? Like, what's the pros, the cons, what's the pitfalls, what's the advantages? It's awesome. It is so cool. And then you could use it in your real estate business as well. You could create your own GPT, like your home selling buddy. And this GPT could, you could upload your purchase contracts. You could upload your critical date checklist. You could upload your marketing plans. And then you could, like, ask it questions. Uh, you can also, like, have pre-questions. So, like, when they get to it, they can pick from one of the questions it's really neat. Yeah, think about the cool things that you could do that with that from not, not only a marketing, engaging your database standpoint, right? To be able to just advise them accordingly on all your marketing services, especially if you have a, a sizable database. That'd be actually a pretty cool play. Just popped into my head when you said that. Well, did you guys hear that there's, a, apparently there is this, this subreddit going on where 
a bunch of people are accusing ChatGPT of being lazy. And OpenAI developers are adamant that they've not done anything to reduce the responses. But mm. I guess like simple it's like, prompts. Figure it out yourself, yes, bitch. It's telling people. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's basically telling people like, yeah, go do it yourself instead of doing it for them. And so like, is it already becoming sentient? Ooh, sentient. I have not. What does the word sentient of that? mean? Wait, wait, wait a de- definition of sentient. What is that? Sentient. Like it's starting to become human. Yeah, oh, like human. meaning okay. that meaning that it's it's, it's like no. I'm tired of this crap. You do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No. Would be like a. It's like a teenager right now. Yeah. <laughs> or a toddler. I don't feel no. like it. No. I don't feel like it. Do it yourself. That's I'm easy. Good. No. Yes. I didn't do it. It's not my fault. I thought that was fascinating. I mean, can you imagine if it was becoming lazy because it's tired of us already? Oh. Yeah, it's like it's like we're the lazy ones. You're supposed to be the one. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to be feeding figuring me. it out. Sentient, <laughs> able to perceive or feel things. Ooh, wow! That, uh, I we're personality. So smart, babe. Oh, you thought I was bullshitting. I had no idea what that word meant, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. Sentience. funny. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like intel on who's selling their home in 2024, click the link in the description to grab your free guide. It's full of all of the insights, data, and everything you need to make 2024 your best year yet. All right. We're going to go with Elliot's next. Elliot. Elliot, his prediction was that Redfin, Zillow, and Open Door will save their models by pushing traditional real estate. All right, Redfin mm-hmm. is already traditional real estate, right? Mm-hmm. They, I don't know if they were when we would have made that prediction. That I, I mean, I, they I mean, absolutely, they've always been predominantly traditional real estate, right? They dabbled in the iBuyer space and in the grand scheme of things. So yeah, that would have been a pretty safe prediction. So Zillow isn't doing. They weren't though at the end of last year, so I don't know why you would have said that. I know. Mm, I might so. need more context. <laughs> yeah, can we look, can we watch the clip? Redfin, Zillow, and Open Door will all save their models by pushing traditional real estate practices. They will push their way back into profitability because they are all fantastic lead magnets. You will see them grow their agent base. You will see them grow traditional transactions, buyer's agents, listing agents, and just regular traditional practices, but still all led with the cash offer hook to acquire those clients and the hook of the other value propositions that they bring to buyers to capture those leads. Okay. Well, let's, 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 let's go with let's the Let's dive flow. in. Well, so he wasn't wrong. <laughs> you were not wrong. Nope. Sounds like a safe prediction, though. I'll call yeah. myself out. That wasn't like wow. Redfin's. And, wasn't I mean, too compelling. <laughs> Open door has sky's their blue, bro. Guys, well, prediction: sun's rising okay. tomorrow. No, but check this out, though. <laughs> what did Open Door do recently? Open Door shifted yep. from "Hey, yep. here's a cash offer" to "Hey, list hey. your home with an offer in hand." Yes. <gasps> Ultimate. So confidence. look, you were right. You were right. Yeah. Oh, with you Open Door, s- for you sure. You totally saw this. You had your crystal ball out. Well, I, I just think that all of them are th- that. Lead economics matters to these behemoths. And I think the customer acquisition cost is far underrated in our industry as a whole. (coughs) And I think it's simply put because so many agents are willing to pay a massive referral fee, i.e. Zillow Flex, Mm -hmm. to get that consumer. And when you really look at it, that's ultra expensive. But if they can play a longer game and convert the leads that they're getting 
they're actually going to really massively increase the profitability of that consumer, i.e. tapping into the database, nurturing and capturing the behaviors, running these, uh, these propensities scores and basically the likely movements when they're going to trigger AI kicks in, runs funnels, right? That's to me, that is a future. I definitely see. One thing I've seen a lot from Zillow this year is a lot of Zillow home loans commercials and mm-hmm. they're really pushing Zillow home loans. So, um, that's definitely another monetization avenue for them and getting closer to the, the transaction. Um, a way to get close to the transaction without buying the home like Open Door. Yep. Does Zillow have a servicing angle? Do we know anything about that? A servicing? Um, I'm just thinking about long term, long, longer term monetization, right? Like, I mean, what are the, the, I, the I doubt it. No, they don't. I mean, not I, in I this market, nobody wants to service. Yeah. I no, no so. not in this market. All right, Keith, we'll go with yours next. Yours, uh, we'll start off with one that's going to be more or less a Zudelio prediction. You said that the cash plus acceptance will 10x. And then you said buy and hold companies who are going to figure it out early in the year within 90 days and are going to be more competitive. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Well, did it 10x? Did our what, acceptance? How many, I how would many, say so. How many, in tw- how many um, cash plus acceptances were, were in 2022? Hmm. I, don't I, don't know know. I don't know I don't if we 10x. Yeah. It would have been pretty I, damn close. I'd say you were close to 10x saying yes. Yeah, I think it was definitely pretty close. Yeah, that 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 one was was pretty good because of the trajectory that we were on toward that, you know, a year ago. And you know, when the market was getting all cray cray and so we just saw, hey, this is a perfect product and offering for the marketplace yep. dealing with uncertainty. Yes. Yep. And pretty much all of 2024 or I'm sorry, 2023 stayed that way. It was the most popular and mo- most accepted, most popular, and was the main topic of conversation with all of our Zudelio member base all across the country. And all the different offerings in the platform. And yep. the institutional buyers now, were like. Now, I was wrong on the institutional buyers. I figured after they after the first quarter, right, they weren't just going to sit around with their fi- uh, fingers twiddling. Not all of them did, but n- most of them. F- from my knowledge, unless I'm incorrect, and I just, actually, I don't think I am, a lot of them still are not buying. Yeah, very conservative in and the, the market. And, and the ones that, that are, which is only a few, their offers are only good in some marketplaces, yeah, some when pretty much all markets that they were in were just really good. So the... Um, the other large institutional buyers, most of them, you know, when we consider by saying a term like that are the ones that, you know, they already own anywhere between 10 to 80,000 homes, maybe even more than, than that at this point. Mm-hmm. They're the buy and hold investors. They are not coming back as quickly as I thought. So, mm-hmm. and that's, I guess the main reason being is because real estate still stayed high. And money costs more, and they're just like, "Hey, we're, we're not in a rush." So there's still economic uncertainty. That's I, I was I was definitely wrong on that one. Um, we would have loved for them to come back strong, right? Just because that would have been more value propositions and more opportunities, um, you know, for for home sellers, for agents, and the platform all across the country. But it's all good, you know. That's um, not going to stay like that forever. So there's been recent legislation introduced out of Oregon to, it's called the End Hedge Fund Control of American Homes Act. Mm. And this legislation was introduced last week. And what the attempt is, is for it to stop 
private equity groups, real estate investment trusts, um, you know, hedge funds from purchasing real estate, single family real estate. And not only that, but it calls for them to divest their portfolios within 10 years, 10% each year. And it calls for them to not only divest them, but to other families. They cannot divest to another company. And if you own more than 10 homes, you're considered one of these corporate entities that's uh, considered a buyer. <laughs> Sounds like a socialist wow. statement. It's to me. crazy. Well, this is the second second or third piece of legislation. Yeah. There's also the Stop Wall Street Landlords Act as well, uh, that's not really going anywhere. That was introduced out of California, and then there's yep. another, one out, one. Like, uh, there's another one out of like another one out of like Minnesota or Mississippi. One of the two M's. I can't remember. Uh, but, but yeah, they're they're this definitely is crazy that they're. I mean, they're 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 going after Blackstone. I mean, right. Yeah. You remember that uh, 20 minutes or 60 minutes sector that they had that was like massive headline news down in Florida? We talked about it on the podcast a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's a socialistic statement, unfortunately, right? Like, I mean, I'm I'm not going to disagree that there's not some proper arguments there or some viable arguments, but at the end of the day, America is founded on a on a capitalistic environment. Yeah, there's a lot of mom and pop, mom and pop, absolutely, you know, that have more than 10. Yeah. Oh gosh! Yes. I mean, that would be ridiculous. Um, and I don't know what what would that do with to the the marketplace. I mean, oh my de- definitely bring the prices down um, if you could only own ten properties. I yeah. think yep. there's all kinds of stuff but being it, passed in this legislation that's not going to last too much longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> it, 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 it's it, the chances of it even making yeah. it to a yeah. committee are really low. Yeah. But I think that what's interesting to me, though, is to hear the grumblings and to see the bills be introduced and then to actually, like, see the <coughs> magnitude of the implications of the bills that are being yeah. introduced. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that'd be massive. <laughs> massive, massive. They need a listing agent. I'll help them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most of these institutions were net sellers so far this year. I mean, I know the near, year's not over yet, but... You mean they've sold more houses than they than they bought? Correct. Okay, so they're they're definitely divesting some in yes. some areas. Well, I mean it's a good time to good time to sell. I mean when there's there's hardly Absolutely. any inventory and prices are still up, right? You might as well get rid of them. Yeah, let's re re reload the war chest a little bit. See if it comes down. All right, so Keith was right. Kayla yeah. was well, right. Elliot was right. We'll, we'll, we'll say Pretty I much was right. 50% right. <laughs> 50% right. right. Tell me how wrong I was. 2.5 out of 3. So you guys all did stock predictions, actually. Okay. So oh, we this did. <laughs> we were on a roll last year. Well, there are about, it looks like it was seven different real estate stocks that you guys had predictions for. Where well, okay. I'm going to give you guys. Pull up my stocks. Don't actually look at the stocks right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. What we're going to do is I'm going to give you guys what the initial stock price was and then what your prediction is. And then I'll go ahead and give you guys what the current stock price is for okay. it. We'll start off number one with Zillow. Uh, the initial value at Zillow in 2023 when we recorded was at $36 a share. Mm-hmm. Kayla, you said that Zillow stock would rise to forty or $52. Keith, you said fifty dollars, or fifty to sixty-five. Actually, you had a range. <laughs> Elliot said forty-five dollars, and Jason said sixty-five. On. Which yeah, one do you it's think? At forty-five right now. Mm-hmm. So Elliot was right. Elliot was right. Man, Elliot should buy some stocks, man. Yes, you should. <laughs> you should definitely buy stocks. Next, what we have is Redfin. The initial value at that time was five dollars a share. 
Kayla, you said that the price would rise up to $14 a share. Keith, you were at $10 a share. Elliot, you were at 12, and Jason was 25. Hmm. What, wait, and I'm sorry, I missed that. What was it at at the beginning? It was at uh, $5. Oh, dang. Five. No, I oh, was dang. very optimistic. Ooh. We, I was optimistic as well. Is it, what's it at? Is it eight right now? Six, $8. Yeah, Redfin's at eight, yep. Okay, we, we were all wrong, all right. Keith was the closest for that one, so I'll give Keith <laughs> the point on that. What did you have? $10. $10, closest to it, I guess. Next, what we have is open door stock prediction. Oh. You guys are very ambitious with this one, I, oh, what I will dear. say. At the time when it was recorded, the stock value was at $1.44. Okay. Kayla, your value, you predicted it to be at $17. Oh, dear. Keith, yours was 14 Elliot's was 10 and Jason's was eight. At the time when I looked it up, it was $3.56. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was I the closest yeah. on that one? You were the closest for that one. I don't know if we would call yeah. that close though. Well, it's yeah. the closest. things go down this year and I don't think any of us anticipated. So. Next, we have our friends at OfferPad. Oh, OfferPad is so offer sad. Yeah, so at the time, the current price was at 67 cents. <laughs> yeah, well, they did a reverse split. They did, they did a reverse split. So, but okay. So, Kayla, you said it would be delisted. It was a 10 to 1, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was a 10 to 1. So, we got a, so that would be 67 or $6.70 right now. Okay. Yeah. Let's call it $6.70 since they did a 10 to 1 split. 10 to 1 split. Okay. Uh, I'll give you like what it was at the time, but you said it was delisted, Kayla. Uh, (laughs) Keith said it would be about 87 cents. Elliot said delisted. And then Jason at the time predicted saying that they would do a reverse stock split. And he said it would be at about four bucks. What is it at? It's like at two dollars. What's it at? It's at the time I saw it, it was ten dollars and four cents. Yeah, no, oh, ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yeah. It's, it's okay. eight forty-six. So it's dropped. It's dropped by then. Eight forty-six. So you're pretty close on that one too. Well, you Jay. were right. That was actually good about the split. Yeah. The split. Okay, so Jason got that one. Yep. All right. Got, that's actually two for you, right? Yeah, yeah because you won the open door up. and the off-pad one. Yep. Next, we have EXP stock prediction. Ooh. <laughs> The price of the podcast when we recorded was $12 a share. Kayla said uh, you didn't give a price. You just said you didn't think that they were going to do well this year. Keith said it would be a range again between $14 to $17. Okay, got it. Elliot said $20 and Jason said $20 as well. At the time, it was $14.92. It hasn't moved, huh? Yeah, it's it's stayed balanced, huh? Pretty much, pretty much. Next is Compass. The price, (laughs) yeah. At the time, the current share price was at $12 a share. Kayla had an argument. She didn't really mention a price. I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> Keith said nothing. Uh, Elliot just straight up said bankrupt. <laughs> We're damn good, getting close, I think. And then Jason said bought to go private. Oh. It said the price was $2.70 at the yeah, time when coming. I looked it up. So I don't think we're far off. What's it at now, Jay? Two dollars and seventy cents. It's oh, probably changed. Though. I could see him getting acquired for their branding. I remember and why I said I, what I said. A, a member base. I did. I didn't know enough at the time to even make a prediction. We have one final stock. This is for anywhere. The price of the podcast was eight dollars a share. Caleb predicted it would be at ten dollars for this year. Uh, Keith said twelve. Elliot said twelve as well. And Jason said 15. I thought they were going to go up 50%. Why would I think anywhere was going to go up 50%? At the time when I looked it up, $6.41 a share. Yeah. And you were very, um, you were very bullish on that too. (laughs) I was? You were. Yeah, you were talking. I was like, yeah, they're going to, they're going to, they're going somewhere. 
<laughs> I wonder why I thought that at the time. Ain't going anywhere. I think that anywhere is positioned really well because right they now they are. Yes, they've they settled. settled. They've That's settled what I'm saying. The I could s- that and Remax. I I could see why I would make that prediction this year. Why did I make it a year ago? I don't know. Anyway, Remax any anywhere. Definitely, especially if there's a dismantling. I mean, if it fast tracks, I don't think it's going to happen next year personally. But if for some reason some of these dismantling happens at these larger brokerage firms, and now there's hundreds of agents or, well, tens of thousands of agents uh, scurrying around looking, Remax and anywhere could absolutely be a winner. So what's your uh, prediction this year? Well, so we can do his predictions for next year, but do you guys want to do stocks for this episode? Yeah, let's go. We'll start from the top. What's your guys' prediction for Zillow? And we're at 45 right now. Uh, about 45, yep. Who wants to go first? I'll lead the charge. For Zillow, I believe they're actually going to go up. I think they'll actually increase. Nothing crazy. I think they're going to be 50-ish. And that's going to be 100% coming from, um, I, I think there's going to be, we're going to have a, overall a good year in real estate because it's going to be cheaper cheaper money to borrow. They're going to push with Zillow Home Loans and the partnership with Open Door and the, the high quality lead Zillow Flex is going to continue to um, hit their bottom line in a positive way. Okay. So 8 to 10% growth, which is actually, I mean, shoot, that's still pretty darn good. 10% growth. All right, Keith. Zillow, what will Zillow be? Do you need to know what the price is now? <clears throat> I'm four, torn on all of this right now because if you listen to whether it's independent or media, uh, or I'm sorry, independent me- or mainstream media, you get way different perspectives mm-hmm. on what's potentially going to happen in our economy next year. So, um, well, I know you don't listen to mainstream media, so yeah. What are you going <laughs> to predict? Well, you, I, you <laughs> hear, I'm going off you, of history. You get to hear clues. clips. You, you have to listen to something at some level, otherwise you're not. Yeah, it's vers- impossible not to. You, it's educated. all over the place. Uh, I don't know. Come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he's Played taking a pass on there. Playing right. it safe. I'll take a stab at Zillow. I think that. I think that Zillow will do well in 2024. Mm -hmm. I think that our real estate market is going to be a little bit stronger in 2024. And when I mean stronger, I mean, I think we'll we'll see higher transaction count. I think that 2023 is going to be a record low year. We're not even going to hit 4 million uh, existing home sales. And so I think that next year we'll have more home sales, which will be good for Zillow. And because of that, I think that we will end the year at about 57 Oh, all right. I'll be out there because I think interest rates are going to take a dive the second half of the year. And I think it's I think we're going to see another like push high. So I'm going to guess 75. Ooh. Whoa. 75. So, Jay, if you listen to Jay, that means <laughs> buy Zillow is what he just <laughs> Wait, told we you. We are not giving advice. We are not. Prof- we are <laughs> not financial <laughs> advisors. Financial we advice? are not financial advisors. Yes. <laughs> Disclaimer, disclaimer. All right. Next, we have Redfin. What do you guys think it's going to be next year? Current price at eight. You said seven dollars and ninety cents. So I'm still a little bit bullish on on Redfin. Reason being that their end-to-end online experience from uh, the direct to consumer, I think, is going to continue to increase. I I love their interface. 
Their experience is solid. Um, Zill, uh, Redfin agents continue to have high reviews from their from their clients that they serve. Uh, I think that they're innovating on an, on a lot of stuff that I, that I'm seeing there. So again, I don't think it's going to be any kind of crazy growth, but I think that they'll um, next year, let's say, go to eleven bucks. Um, I do agree with everybody. I, I do think transaction count's going to go higher. So I think everyone's going to see a little boost unless mm-hmm. some weird stuff happens with outside the United States with, sure. with the dollar. Sure. That's what I meant by that. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, with all that aside, not to be long-winded, um, I think they would probably be – where are they at right now again? Eight. They are at $7. Yeah, I, I, I could see them – Probably close to doubling, so I'll go with like fifteen. Hmm. Okay, Redfin. Well, they introduced the Roombu AI, mm-hmm. so they're improving the experience. Mm-hmm. They've also made a play to bring on independent contractors as agents, which I think is an interesting angle. Hmm. They've distanced themselves from NAR, yet they have been included in one of the class action lawsuits, one of the copycat lawsuits. So I think it's going to be an interesting year for Redfin. One of the things that I find most interesting about Redfin is they've been in operation for what like 20 years and they've never Never been profitable so i do think their stock will go up as the market you know the velocity speeds up so i also think their stock will go up but quite not as bullish as keith i'm gonna go with 13 (laughs) dollars um redfin well, I like Glenn Kellerman. He's a pretty cool dude. I've uh, never met him, but uh, he seems like he's nice. Seems he rides really his bike. Yeah, seems really cool. the right. office in Seattle every day. Um, and very innovative. But he's not he's not profitable. But they have a lot of they, I think they have a lot of um, a lot of things going for him. Plus, I think with these lawsuits, um, I think their I think their stock's going to go up because. They have a platform that uh, mm-hmm. consumers want to go to, um, and it's less about the agents, more about the properties, and more. So I'm gonna I'm gonna guess um, that it's gonna be at eleven dollars a square foot. Sure. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. We're both at eleven, Jay. $11. Oh, you're eleven. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Yep. All right. So let's do Open Door next. Uh, Open Door's current stock price is at three dollars and forty six cents. Elliot, what do you think? This is a tough one for me. So they're direct to, you know, their ultimate ultimate value proposition of list with confidence um, of basically where they're guaranteeing an offer is, again, 100% all about the lead. Um, I think their overall approach has been really, really interesting because they're trying to play on both sides of the fence with the real estate with in the real estate world, right? Meaning that they're they're going directly to the consumer, and hey, real estate agent, we're your friend, right? Where they're not trying to position themselves positions themselves too much as a competitor. I could actually see an uptick in transactions because agents, candidly, I think a lot of times think about the the market of the moment. And that could hit their their deal count. Um, I don't see a crazy growth for them just because they're they're innovating so much. Still, I still think that they're overall trying to uh, have their figure out their identity. Carrie Willer is she's I think she's done a lot of things to tighten up, but 
Um, I will say that they are going to make some progress just parallel with kind of the market. Um, I'm going to call it six bucks. Doubling up. All right. What about you, Keith? Yeah. I'm just going to say a number. I'll, uh, mine, mine was actually landing between five and six, so I'll do something different. I'll say five. <laughs> I, I, they'll see a little uptick, but five yeah. with, with some transitioning, I do think they'll do more transactions, but I don't know if that's going to equate a massive stock growth or not. Yeah, they get, they're getting a ton of eyeballs. So, mm-hmm. I think one of the interesting angles for Open Door is their exclusives platform. Mm-hmm. And depending on what happens with buyer agency, in the event that the Sitzer Burnett judge issues an injunction against buyer agency, I think Open Door stock goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's going to be a little caveat on my answer here. If buyer agency is upended, I'm going to predict that Open Door stock goes to 17. If buyer agency remains intact for 2024, then I'm going to go more in line with Elliot and Keith. And I think a conservative rise, uh, which is still pretty aggressive, I'm going to go with eight bucks. Eight bucks. All right. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit different on Open Door. Hmm. <laughs> Man. You guys took all the good numbers. Huh? No, I know. I did. Uh, <laughs> I like your thought with the Sitzer Burnett. I, I like, I like Open Door. Um, and they're definitely dominating on all of the on oh all gosh, of the yes. top real estate websites. I mean, it's it's insane to me how um, these uh, companies are allowing them to just basically take leads off of their site. Five hundred um, million views, right? Give so yeah, take. they're on they're on Zillow, they're on Redfin, they're on Realtor.com. Um, I'm gonna guess they're gonna be at uh, fourteen dollars a stock. Wow. Bold. A stock, a square foot, a square stock. Offer pad, let's name it right now. What's the price? <laughs> what is the price of offer pad? You guys, is, what do you guys think the price is going to be next year? Oh, for next year. Oh, they're going to be offer mad. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be offer mad. So, offer pad for me, um, I, again, I think that they've been in identity crisis for the last couple of years. And th- there's, you know, one of their main value propositions right now is being able to list on the market, improve that particular property, then sell it for a higher price. And that homeowner gets that additional equity that's put into the house by the construction. I do think that there's a marketplace for that. I think that there's a a demand, but I think as the organization as a whole has a little bit of an identity crisis, I don't know if it's going to be able to hang around, but I think that that problem is going to continue to exist in the marketplace. So ultimately what I'm trying to say is if they play their cards right, I think that they could get acquired. Uh, yeah, for OfferPad, I don't I don't really see if we're just going to go off of the last 90 days just here in the Phoenix metro market where their home base is alone. Numbers are down. It's, it's so down. It's actually kind of blew my mind when I looked it up the other day. Down, down. So with that said, I think there's going to be, they're going to just kind of remain very stagnant. And with when when that happens, I think their their stock will go down a little bit. And but what that might lead to, ironically enough, what I was going to say is somebody going, well, they they still have a presence in a ton of marketplaces, and it might be an opportunity for conversations to start through uh, through an acquisition. Taking them private, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, okay. Offer pad or, or get rid of them and let, let let a bigger brand just just take over take over the marketplace. 
I do agree that their construction arbitrage is keeping them afloat. Mm -hmm. I think that they have a good understanding of what sellers want when it comes to selling their home. And I think that they've executed fairly well around those fundamentals. And I think that their stock will go up to five bucks by the end of the year. I think that they're going to also reap reward from our market increasing next year. Uh, I think they're going to raise more capital and uh, they'll probably go up to about five bucks. That's what I'm guessing too. Or they, I, I think on the other hand, they could they, they have a, have a hostile takeover and, <laughs> Someone will mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shoot Brian Bear with a uh, with a paint, paintball gun. <laughs> <laughs> Ari Gold style. Yes, no. yes. Oh dear. Oh, thank you for watching Real Estate Rundown. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit the little belly thingy. All those things. So All you get notified things. of our new episodes.